Hi, Kimmy. <laughs> Hi, Imran. <laughs> what is this uh, lazy start? <laughs> uh, it's not a lazy start. I, you know, because I kept, I got a little self-conscious starting with, hello, hello, hello. I, whenever I keep editing it, I'm like, ugh. And then I thought like I'll that? try I, something I, different, and then it just ended up sounding a bit shit, so. <laughs> I mean... I think it's cool to have like a uh, catchphrase is maybe not quite the word, but having a signature of how you start and finish a podcast. I think that's kind of cool, you know, or just how, you know. Take two, take two. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. Oh, damn it. it up again. (laughs) Come on, dude. Um, How are you? I'm good. I, you know, I just woken up um, not that long ago. It's like it's ten to twelve for me in midday. But um, I had a uh, a long night of not sleeping. I just didn't sleep much last night. Um, that sounds suggestive yeah, in a really weird exactly. way. I was like, yes. I would no. No, the only activity taking place in my bed last night was was m- mental activity. Let's put it that way. Does that make sense? That gets us out of the gutter, right? <laughs> I think it's close enough. It's fine. Look, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. No hanky-panky in the, in the quarantine times. Yeah, well, like, usually it would be like a... But because, you know, COVID, I was like, ew. <laughs> Taking risks. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but how are you? I'm doing okay. It's the end of Feb. <laughs> sure is. I just realized that I haven't watched all my workshops that I bought online. Uh, there's 16 hours worth of it and then I realized last night that I need to do that so I've been watching a lot of workshops on theater and doing shows online and it has been quite tiring oh doing shows online Anything quick that you've learned? Well, not really. It's kind of, I don't want to, you know, sound up myself or anything, but it's just stuff that I've been doing, you know, so nothing new. But what's great is, don't look at me with judgment, what is good is there are some activities that I can try more in the future and some of it is transferable in the classroom, so... I'm excited to try those things out, but a lot of it was like nitty gritty. Like, this is how you edit sound, and this is how you edit movies. And I skipped a lot of it because I was like, I could probably find something on YouTube condensed into like 20 minutes. So, Mm-mm. yeah. And also, if it's sound, just send it to Imran and he could do something with it. So, <laughs> he knows what to do. I just want to clarify to the listeners too that I wasn't looking with judgment at all. I was looking with understanding and curiosity <laughs> and and interest. Sure, I was sure. expressing interest with my eyes. I just want to get that across. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you know, because they can't hear my understanding. Because if I mean, I could try and make them hear my understanding, but it'd be really obnoxious. Because you'd be talking, I'd be going, "Hmm, yes." Tell me more. Yes. And listeners will just imagine you with a monocle and a and a pipe. <laughs> How interesting. Please, please do go on. Brilliant. <laughs> That's the sound of the pipe. Yuck. I you know, I actually went on Amazon and looked for monocles. Just because I was curious. I was like, can you buy mon-? me and my friends we were just talking about monocles one day. Oh, recently? And then weeks back at least okay so it's not like when i was a kid it was like very recent (laughs) i always dreamt of having a monocle no i mean when i was a kid i was always curious about them like i was like how do they keep that thing stuck to their face uh but then yeah we were talking about and i went wait a minute i reckon you could get these off amazon like at a steal and yeah there's a lot of cheap monocles out there i don't know how legit they are like if they're real please tell me you bought one no 
I don't see the, uh, the, the, the practical advantages of having a monocle at this stage. I think the monocle is very useful in a social setting to let people know that you are extremely educated and really, really smart. So when you walk in a room wearing a monocle, People go, wow, he looks really smart. But I can't I can't wear that like at home where I'm stuck at the moment because my housemate knows how smart I am already. So he <laughs> he he already no, no, no. What I'm saying is he already knows that I'm smart. He already knows like I'm like a genius. So I don't need to show him. So but I suppose but you I can, can show yourself. Shops. You can, you know, you can look at yourself in the mirror every morning and go, "I'm a smart person." No, I don't need to convince monocle. myself of that. I know, I know that. <laughs> I can wear it at the shops. Yeah, and or, then when I'm picking out podcast, my, when I'm recording it, maybe I should record it just a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, these people don't know how smart I am. You're right. But you know what I was thinking? So number one, I should have got that for your birthday because it was Imran's birthday, February 10th. Happy birthday. Um, Thank you. Not that you could have done anything because COVID. but And also another thing, speaking of monocles, I think it doesn't work on a Japanese face because <laughs> I have a very flat face. Like you can look from the side and there aren't a lot of features. Now, if I put a monocle, I think my eyeballs are just going to be like... Yeah, I don't think it would like, stay. You need features, like features. You need these deep ridges. <laughs> yeah, you know? and you've got that, so maybe it'll I've work got with that. you. You need the Neanderthal-like yeah. eyebrows. Mm. That's probably why you don't see a lot of um, Japanese people um, back in the days with monocles. They have like those tiny little glasses. Oh, those are even better. I think I want those instead. No. <laughs> the little tiny glasses. But how was your birthday? Did you were you able to do something special for yourself? Go for a walk? Oh, I did something special, all right. I spent the day getting getting matters in order so that I could go to the immigration office and finish my application for my visa here in London. I was and... getting I applied for a talent visa. It's kind of a difficult visa to get. You have to be talented. You have to be very talented. Okay? That's why they call it a talent visa, right? And so I got that. Um, no, I mean, I, I went there, and it was a very cold day, and it was snowy. It took ages to get in because it's COVID time, so it was very tricky. And then when I went in, I had to do biometrics, and the machine wouldn't accept my thumbprint. It didn't register for some reason and we were stuck there for a good 15 to 20 minutes trying to get my thumb to work but not 48 hours later i got confirmation that the visa is approved so i can stay in london for the next four years i can stay in the greater uk for the next four years yay, yay. and also when i was leaving the house though at my front door there was a package and in the package was video games and I was very excited because they were from you Yay. and I was very excited. It didn't say it was from you, I just knew it was from you. <laughs> I was like, who else knows that I need to play all these Mario games? Yeah, boy. Nobody else knows that. <laughs> I figured it out quick smart. Good job. Yeah, but I'm glad that you got your um, visa situated because mm. I know that was stressful for a quiet for quite some time. I was so stressed. I was so stressed. So yeah, it's good now. Very good now. Now you have four years of doing awesome stuff. Hopefully <laughs> uh, getting started onto this, uh, you know, what is it? Bringing this vision board to life. Way to segue. Yeah, baby. Episode five. <laughs> Nice. Um, so our episode is based on vision boards because we talked about it last episode. Um, you kind of mentioned it and you were talking about how, you know, it's interesting to see how different it is. You mentioned like a friend's one, how like it's very different from yours. So from that conversation, I was like, well, why don't we just make our own? And then we like see each other's, even though you 
really didn't want to do it at the beginning. <laughs> I reluctantly agreed. Yeah. Because I think it's kind of cool. Like, we do it for this thing. And then whether we continue doing this podcast for a really, really long time or not, we can check in later on and record a podcast and say, did we, did we do these things? Did it work? I mean, here's the thing, though, is we haven't, we decided we would do a like a grand scheme vision board like yeah not a next five years not an in the next year one which as i was doing mine i was like maybe we should have done like just in the next year as a means of checking back but i suppose we could also do that but so this is more like a big pictures kind of thing right um i mean before we kind of go on to it i know you first mentioned well actually i should ask you why did you not want to do it in the start <laughs> why did i not want to do it um cuz when i look at them they look really hokey to me and like i haven't seen one that didn't look silly to me like it, it's it screams 21st century first world problems i don't know what to do with my life and what the measure of success is and all that stuff. Hmm. It feels like it feels like the result of self-help books. Self-help mm. books, which is obviously not a bad thing, but you know, some self-help books, they just kind of I know they make me laugh. Right. Well, I know celebrities like Oprah kind of like made it a thing. So, I guess that's kind of like the audience that we're looking at as well. So people I don't know middle-aged <laughs> not middle-aged but like yes teens teens as well i think there's a lot of teens um that are told to make them um kind of gives them a goal uh like a visual goal i think that mm. is helpful um and i think we talked about this before but the reason why you keep finding ones that you make you go oh is probably because the good ones aren't posted online. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably correct because I think you're talking about your target audience, right? Mm. The people that are mainly targeted for these sorts of things. Mm. Uh exactly kind of what you explained there. Kind of there's a lot of there's a lot of upper middle class striving to become quite rich and successful. That's yeah. kind of what the target audience seems to be. So when you look at the one, if you just Google, do this now, people, put in your Google machine, vision board, image search, and you'll mostly just see pictures of like big houses, yoga. dudes in like business suits. You'll see yoga stuff and you will always see something that represents money mm. um, on the on the vision board, which is like a tricky thing because... At some point when I was making mine, I was like, well, can't not have money on here because that's obviously something I want. But how do I, mm. how do I, I suppose like some of the stuff I put here implies that already. Right. I don't, I couldn't find one image that represented what I thought of money as a utility to my life. You know what I mean? Mm. Everything was always like a picture of a person like holding big wads of cash or it was like... Like a Toyota Jump for Joy. They were, yeah. Uh, there was one I saw that was like three faucets and they just had money pouring out of them. <laughs> <laughs> like just three taps with money coming out of them. I was like, this is so ridiculous. But so anyway, yeah, it's very interesting. And also, I guess the corniness comes from the whole... Practicing that whole law of attraction, right? So mm. visualizing positive visualization and whatnot and then the big book that endorsed this idea was the secret and i happen to have it because a wow. friend recommended Clear it to me and look i did my i did my work uh homework because look i put some thing in my box wow. in it. but i wanted to read some things you... to you because i know i i want to see your reaction you just um, pulled that out like in a cartoon where they just pull things out of nowhere that was amazing. But what else you got hidden there? What else you got hidden in your back pocket? <laughs> well, it is a, a mallet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there there are some summaries in it, which I thought I'll just read a couple. 
Um, so some dot points in the book. And it says, mm. like Aladdin's genie, the law of attraction grants out every command. The creative process helps you create what you want in three simple steps. Ask, believe, and receive. Asking the universe for what you want is your opportunity to get clear about what you want. As you get clear in your mind, you have asked. Believing involves acting, speaking, and thinking as though you have already received what you've asked for. When you emit the frequency of having received it, the law of attraction moves people, events, and circumstances for you to receive. And then receiving involves feeling the way you will feel once your desire has manifested. Feeling good now puts you on the frequency of what you want. It takes no time for the universe to manifest what you want. It is as easy to manifest $1 as it is to manifest $1 million. This is, Try not to poke this, a hole in that last um, statement. Yeah. But I, I get I, I get the sentiment. I get it. Yeah. yeah I get it. Exactly. So that's the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think there are some elements that are definitely good mm. and then some elements that make you go... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another bit that I wanted to read you. <laughs> Because there's also, so The Secret, the book, there's a bunch of people writing this together. Paul Harrington, Sky Bryan, and Nick George. They have people, they quote people who have mm-hmm. tried The Secret and kind of like, what is it? Like at church, you talk about... A testimony. Testimony, yes, yes, yes. There's so many of these. And then one of them kind of made me laugh. Nobody ever does the honest thing of like, okay, look, we're going to give you just one example of someone where it didn't really work. There's a lot But I can also explain to you why it didn't work. Mm. I mean, (laughs) there's probably a lot of people that have that book and it hasn't worked. Right. They probably haven't even finished reading the book. Yeah, I haven't. I just kind of skimmed through it for this uh, episode. But this one kind of made me laugh. So uh, this guy says, When I first understood the secret, every day I would get a bunch of bills in the mail. I thought, how do I turn this around? The law of attraction states that what you focus on, you will get. So I got a bank statement. I whited out the total and I put a new total in there. I put exactly how much I wanted to see in the bank. So I thought... What if I just visualized checks coming in the mail? So I just visualized a bunch of checks coming in the mail. Within just one month, things started to change. It is amazing. Today, I just get checks in the mail. I get a few bills, but I get more checks than bills. Uh, I mean, I got some questions. Yeah. Where do these checks come from? What is... Why am I talking like Bill Cosby? Let's not do that. (laughs) It's not... Go to Bill Cosby anymore because he did the bad thing with lady. Cut it. Uh, where did the? Okay, guy, listen. You wanted more checks than bills. The bills still kept coming, so that didn't change. The bills are still there; they still exist. That literally didn't change. What seemingly changed is more checks. Does that mean that he started obtaining more work? In order to receive more checks, you don't just magically out of nowhere get more checks for nothing. Mm. The world doesn't give you anything for nothing. Right. So I, I guess like the takeaway for me is maybe he started focusing on the good more. Yes. You know, because when I first read it, that's exactly how I responded. Not like Cosby, but I did respond with a, what exactly did you do? Um, other Wait, than now, just a second. What? <laughs> now, you said you got some money. I don't know when. Now, stop um, it. <laughs> yeah, because and this is the see. This is the problem with the self-help thing is they have to sell it to you first. So they need to know that you want success. You mm. want money. Money is success to a lot of people. So they feed you information like that in a way suggests firstly hey you basically don't have to do anything and it will just work Mm. it's like magic i mean it's like aladdin and the genie yeah it's not it's reprogramming your brain and i think 
I would be more comfortable if the book just said that up front. It said, hey, this is a method of reprogramming your brain in order to make you do good things in your life so that you may receive the things from the universe that you hope to have. Like, is it so hard to say that instead of saying, this is a magic process that will work for anyone. And if it doesn't work for you, then you're just doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... But then, because... then you won't sell it, right? Because you need that element of, you know, I know the secret. Like, I guess it's great marketing that this could be done in maybe like a paragraph. <laughs> it's good marketing, but I think that it like in some ways from a moral perspective flies in the face of what they're trying to give you mm. you know what i mean because it crosses the line now of and this is my problem with a lot of self-help is that like it walks the line between trying to help you and wanting to help you and wanting to make a buck off of you <laughs> you know what i mean mm. putting that book out like it became huge and it was like well, we can guarantee we can, at some point there would have been like, we're going to make this many book sales, which is great for us, regardless of how many people succeed from it. People's successes as a result of our book have no bearing on the sales, or very little bearing on the sales of this book. Um, you don't even have to buy the book and wait for it to work for you before you recommend it to someone. You just have to read that paragraph in the book where it says, well, this guy just, he started getting checks in the mail. And I know people are not literally thinking that. Well, maybe some of them are, but most people are not. Mm. But they're seeing that and going, oh, this is, I've struck gold with this book. I'm going to tell my friends about this book that I'm in the middle of reading that I haven't put into action yet. So then you make all your your, your sales anyway. So it's like, oh, I don't know, man. But also, you know, I do, I do see both sides to it because if it is as easy as one paragraph, then everybody would just be doing it, right? I think the fact that it kind of, not brainwashes you, but kind of conditions you to think a certain way and change your way of thinking about life. So I'm mm. like, if I was a huge negative Nancy, you know, hates life and thinks there's no hope, like maybe this would be great because it tells you positive things and things you can do to change uh, the outlook of your life and also hearing people succeed can be empowering. You know what I mean? Mm. So Yeah, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying that it can be summarized in one paragraph at all. I'm mm. saying that there's a certain manipulation of the mind by creating almost falsehoods of magic. Mm. You know, but it's but it's not quite. It's not saying it out. Well, it did say it out right when it mentioned Aladdin. But but sorry, can well, I just almost. quickly go to the very end? So the very very end, it says secret summaries. So this is like the very last page before the biography, and it says you get to fill the blackboard of your life with whatever you want, which is a positive thing, right? Like you're in charge of it. The only thing you need to do is feel good now. Uh huh. The more you use the power within you, the more power you will draw through you. Okay. The time to embrace your magnificence is now. Okay. Head turn. Uh, wait. We are in the midst of a glorious era. As we let go of limiting thoughts, we will experience humanity's true magnificence in every area of creation. Do what you love. If you don't know what brings you joy, ask, what is my joy? As you commit to your joy, you will attract an avalanche of joyful things because you are radiating joy. Now that you have learned the knowledge of the secret, what you do with it is up to you. Whatever you choose is right. The power is all yours. Please tell five friends. No, I'm kidding. I agree <laughs> with all of that. Mm. I agree with all of that. I mean, the one with, like, feel good now, I think I would have preferred if it's uh, live in the present or, you know. Yeah, which rather... I think that's what it was trying to say, right? I guess, because, I mean, I'm sure people do drugs and feel good in that moment, you know, or... I never thought of it that or way. Or, like, I was just I was gamble. thinking more, 
you're allowed to not feel good. That's kind of like that saying feel good now is almost like, well, if you feel like you're having a bad time, it's because you had a bad attitude. Have a better attitude. You know, sometimes I feel low and I can't help but feel low. I didn't even realize that at some point, I think I was like pretty low in the last few months and I didn't realize until I came out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. But that's because I think I wasn't like surrounded by people. So it was kind of okay because I never had to, I never had to hush it or anything. I just let it be. Mm. But, you know, there were some days where I wasn't particularly happy for the whole day. Doesn't stop me from doing what I'm doing. Right. Doesn't stop me from like wanting what I want. But, you know, I mean, we're just talking about semantics now. We're just talking about literally words and their direct meaning, which is a tough one because those words could mean something slightly different once you've read the entire book. Mm. You might have taken it out of context. Right. So If you're interested, no. read it. If not, um, there's also... It's a... not a big read, it looks like. it's. Yeah, no, it's not. It's very, it's very, it's pretty tiny. So that's the secret. And then, you know, there's also books called Throw Away Your Vision Board. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is by so Neil we've made e. the vision board now we must read that book so that we can throw away the vision board thus yeah. completing the process right there was an article about don't do vision boards do an action board um and the yeah. difference between that is well vision boards just kind of make you feel good and then you kind of get satisfied and you don't do anything about it. But action boards mm. are more planning out when exactly you're going to do it. So it's kind of like a to-do list. But you're saying that on the board you have like a bunch of things that you want to achieve in various stages in time? Yeah, I think so. So according to this, the articles called You Need an Action Board for Your Vision Board. This one talks about mm. how you should do both an action board second an action board on the other hand is an evidence-based system founded on groundbreaking research studies in social psychology positive psychology mind brain science and goal achievement doesn't say what from but anyway an action board where you put dates on your vision and how to achieve them is like a to-do list except more detailed providing a framework on how to accomplish things remember when a dream is given a date it becomes a concrete goal but yeah. we've done a visualization board. Um, oh, well, a visual board. We can mm. deal with the action board another time in our own little nook. Should we get to the? Should we get to? Our let's look at the boards. Thing? Let's look at the boards. Can we? Let's let's start on yours. You know, you know, in school when it's like, and you, you I... want to see what other people have done before you present your thing. Well, actually, let's before we do. Did you enjoy creating it at the end? Like, I know you were hesitant about it. I know you were like, oh, um, and then there were some discoveries. But did you, did you enjoy it? Mm, ish. I ish. sort of, the only part I enjoyed was I was like, what I need here is things that will represent what I want are good quotes from people I admire. So I read a lot of quotes. Interesting. Wait, okay, before we share... Could I do that a lot? Um, can we do scissors, paper, rock? So <laughs> who goes first? That's really hard to do over over okay. video. How about I flip a coin? Okay. Oh, I've I got a coin. I have a coin. Because uh, I, well, I, <laughs> I had to debate. I had to judge for debate, and I had to have a coin. To uh-huh. Okay, uh, so that's heads, and that mm-hmm. is tails. Which one would you prefer? Let's go heads. Heads every time, baby. Okay. Heads every time. So your heads, I'm tails. Here we go. What? Tails. <laughs> Damn it. Right. Um, ta-da. Oh, nice. So there's not a lot going on here, but I'll, I'll walk you through it. We'll talk about the quotes afterwards. Okay. First, we got a nice, pretty studio right here, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice lighting, good color. Yeah. You know, like this woody tone, guitars hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I would love to have my own studio. It is a dream of yes. mine. Oh, by the way, as we will post have. these on the instagram so and in case you're wondering what exactly these look like um Mm. but i like the color of the studio like the lighting it's nice and warm yeah 
And then I went, you know, I want to keep with these warm colors. So now I've got a picture here of, okay, there's, as far as being a musician is concerned, there's only one real goal in terms of playing in places. Mm. This place right here, in, I believe it's in Colorado, called Red Rocks. Ah, oh, so this is the place. That I have dreamt of playing in this place since I was 14 years old, I would say. Whenever the Incubus Alive at Red Rocks DVD came out, maybe it was, maybe I was 15, but I got that DVD and I watched it a hundred million times over and just thought that looked absolutely magical and I want to play there. That is a dream of mine. Then I've just put a picture there of me playing in Berlin to some people, you know, doing my solo set there. Nice. So, you know, I, I read somewhere where they say, you know, you got to include a picture of yourself. And I was like, well, I'm going to include a picture of myself ultimately doing exactly what it is I want to do with my life. And that's that right there. That's my happy place. Nice. That's what I need to be doing forever. Then I got a little house here. Mm. That's a modest house and it's got nice warm lighting on the inside. It's got a good garden. Because I would like a home that has a garden. It's not yes. particularly big. I don't want a big house. Because I want a house that's big enough that I can clean myself. My friend and I actually were watching videos at one stage of um, expensive homes in America. Mm. Where some real estate dude in a fancy suit just takes you on a tour in a like multi-million dollar mansion. Mm. And all I could think the whole time was like, I would have to hire people to clean this place. And I don't want a home where people clean my house. But Imran, if you're that rich, you don't clean your own house. <laughs> I understand that. What I'm saying is like, I don't know, I like cleaning my house because it's my house. You do like I doing clean things up around after the house. Myself. Yeah. I just want to clean up after myself. I want to know that I'm responsible for myself. Anyways, so that's that there. And I think it kind of implies the idea of having a family too. Like I would like to have a family and a nice little home like this and a nice garden and the kids can play and all that kind of thing. Very nice. How many kids would you want? Three tops. Ooh, three. I grew up with... I grew up in like, you know, there were three of us until my brother came along much later. So I think it's a good, it's a good number, two to three, you know? Three. No, we won't talk about this because I'm sure there's middle child's children Yo, look, talking about here's, it. Yo, look, here's all I'm saying is, <laughs> is, you know, making anything, right? Let's say you're cooking a, a, a cake, mm. cooking a cake, baking a cake. Mm. You're like, this is the first time I've made this cake and you try it the first time. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> could have changed some things, could have fixed some things. Second time round, you're getting a little bit closer. But it's usually third third try is when you really nail it. And I'm just saying, I'm kid number three. I think they nailed it. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> in the bottom corner here, in the bottom corner here, we have a picture of a passport with many, many stamps in it. Which, to be fair, my passport already has quite a lot of stamps in it. But yeah. I haven't seen all of the world. And one of the greatest things in my life is that music has allowed me to travel the world and be paid to travel the world. And I want to keep doing that for as long as I'm able to be... A, I'm able to, to sit on a plane comfortably. Mm. I want to tour for a long time. I, I, I hear stories of people getting tired of touring, but I mean, I'm not even close to tired of it. So I think you'll get tired once you have kids right like because your priorities switch that's true that's very true but for now i think that's really cool yeah okay so now the more wordy things okay we got in big wooden letters here because as i mentioned before i couldn't find anything that <laughs> represented money, money in the way that i didn't want dollar bills flying all over my vision boards why not unsightly because <laughs> Because you don't throw money around. Money doesn't even exist anymore. It's all digital anyways. So I've just got in big letters here, income streams. What I want is multiple steady income streams that I can live off of. That's all I want. All I want is a picture that says I want a sustainable music career. Mm. I want to live off of my music. That's all I needed, but I couldn't find anything that represented that very well. Mm. So I just got the word income streams. But that's all I want from money. I don't need, I didn't need a lot of money at all. I just need steady income. So, which means that 
you know, maybe an action board is going to be important because I need to look at my current income streams, of which there are a few, but very little coming in. And possibly look at other passive incomes, you know, investments. Mm. Um, I've got friends who, they have stocks and it seems to work for them. But anyways, that's boring stuff, and I've kind of set it off to the side there because that's honestly how I honestly feel about it. Like, it's truly how I feel about it. And anybody who really knows me, like my family know this about me, I really don't care about money as much as the average person, I think. Mm. Uh, mostly because I've been able to get by for a long time. And I think you learn that as a musician. <laughs> I think you learn how to get by on a week-to-week basis. And also, I'm frugal. So I'm good at saving money without even trying. You know, I have a lot of friends who do stuff in order to maximize their tax payout. You know, they do clever things in order to get more out of out of the tax year. Mm. And I don't do that stuff, but I'm still like really well off. Because I'm he's just also like, because he's also very stingy. <laughs> I'm extremely stingy, and I wear the same clothes forever. Really, and it's really, fine. really stingy. <laughs> Okay. I think they get it. I think they get it. Really we don't need any more reallys. Um, what's my point? You're frugal. My p- I'm frugal. No, I had a I had a better point than that. <laughs> You're my good point with your is money. That, yes, I'm good with my money and I just need enough money to be comfortable. I'm not aiming for a big number. I don't need a big number. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Here's some quotes. Yes, the quotes. In the in the top right, we've got one from Jack White. Um, Love that man. Says, he's got a couple of good quotes in the um the book, Steal Like an Artist. We should talk about that book one time. Oh, yeah. Love that book. Uh, it says, the secret of a successful art career, and he says art career, is to make more art that folks think they need than pieces they just want. When a piece of art emotionally connects with a person, the work becomes a need. You are then on your way to becoming successful. Mm. And I love the sentiment of that. I love the idea of that. And I put it here in the picture of Red Rocks because here you have a picture of a bunch of people. I think this is an Opeth concert. (laughs) But this music really captures these people and they want to be there. And the feeling of that music is like really elevated by the setting as well, I think. Um, The emotional connection. And that's like ultimately what any artist really wants. It's just like I just wanna, I want to be able to connect on a certain level. Mm. Yeah, which seems increasingly more and more difficult. In the middle here, we got one from uh, good old Jimmy Page. Jimmy, I may not believe in myself, but I believe in what I'm doing. Oh, interesting. Every time I see that quote, I've seen it a bunch of times, but every time I see it, I'm like, I just, I kind of feel that. I feel that in a big way. Mm. I may not believe in myself, but I believe in what I'm doing. So, you know, any moment you feel unsure of yourself, as long as you've got the work in front of you, it's enough to believe in. Mm. And then in the top left corner, here's our buddy Neil Finn. Who I met one time, you know, me and Neil Finn, we're, we hung out one time. <laughs> and by hung out, I mean we were recording in a studio and he came in and I just couldn't say two words to him. <laughs> and it just says, I'm a lifer. Yeah, I can honestly say I'm a lifer. Aww. And that's it. And like uh, when, I, when I used to work at the music school, I'd never heard the term lifer. And one of my friends at the music school hadn't heard it either. And we were just hanging out in the kitchen and he was like, I heard a really cool word today. And I went, what? And he goes, lifer. I was like, what's that mean? He goes, it means, you know, you're just like, you're committed to this one thing for the rest of your life for sure. Like you're just always going to be doing it. Hmm. And he was like, how cool is that? And I was like, "Ah." and he was like, we're lifers. And I was like, hell yeah, we're lifers. That's, if there's one thing I'm completely sure of, I'm a goddamn lifer. Mm. Uh, So I love that quote. It doesn't matter what happens to me. I'm going to be always doing something musical. Mm. There you go. Nice. I like it. I I was also thinking, and I mean, once you see mine, it'll be, I think you'll think the same thing. It's interesting, firstly, the layout, right? Like how you, I think your personality shows. Like you really yeah. 
have taken care of the color scheme. Um, you've made sure that they're like connected and it's pretty and also the sizing of things like you talked about like money right and then how you put it to the side I think the size of each thing really shows the value of what yeah how much value you put on these things so it's it's pretty interesting yeah the studio and the and the and red rocks are pretty big yeah and I think <laughs> the others are fairly like the same yeah like the house and you performing i like the lifer i've learned a new word today that's cool there you go it's a good word yes all right and neil finn's pretty cool man he is he cool so before i show mine it's very different from yours as it should be but i just want to also mention that maybe this is because i'm feeling a little bit insecure about it um which is interesting because you are also like uh, I'm a little worried that this is not what I'm meant to do. But no, vision boards are for yourself and it's fine. And also I've taken this sort of, I don't know. No, just fucking show it. That's fine. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of like over-exaggerating with things. Can You're you see? way more stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So I've kind of put... Look, to... this is what they actually look like though. Yeah. Mine doesn't look like what they look like. No, but it also looks like the cheesy ones that you have been talking about. Like, I feel they're pretty, it looks pretty cheesy. But, I mean, mm. it's what represents what I want, so whatever. I'm going to deal with it. Um, so, actually, the top left is personal. All mm. of the right side is career. I see. And then the... Well, it keeps going. And then the left bit. There's kind of, oh yeah, this is A3. And then this bit, uh, the bottom left is kind of like hobbies or any extra things that I want to do. So, starting from the top left corner, there's a little love heart. We'll mm. find some love. And then there's a little family. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two people. Two and babies. that's what you would like, right? Yeah, you, you, you don't want more than two. I think it's either two or four. Now, if I financially feel what? comfortable, I would get four. I Ideally, boy, girl, then twins. Or the other way around. Who knows? Mm. Um, actually, twins would be nice. Anyway, so family. I always want a family. We always talk about family. Um, then I, I imagine what I would like is to live in multiple places. Um, I don't have to own these houses or these places, but I would like to be living here and there. I'm all for big houses with these big windows. I say big because I want my kids to be able to like run around and I'd like a pool. Um, mm-hmm. I want a place that people can hang out and also high ceilings, tall ceilings. I kind of like it for some reason. Um, and mm. like you, a little greenery, always greenery. Yeah, and ideally I'd like to invest in like a Queenslander. I kind of always like that sort of yeah, I was about to say. wooden vibe and just, you know, sitting out on the deck. There's a chandelier in the corner because it's <laughs> always been, as a kid when I was little, I when I saw a chandelier for the first time, I was like, I really want one when I grow up. Like, I uh-huh. really want one. So I think it's like a little joke for me to now mm. actually get a humongous chandelier and just say <laughs> that I got one. Bucket list. Let me tell you something about chandeliers. Mm. Bitch to clean. Yeah, again, uh, if I get to this point of living in multiple places... I hope that I'm not going to be cleaning myself. I hope I can afford it anyway. Then I have like a little picture of this family over here. This represents my like mom and dad and my sister, but mainly my mom and dad, because it'd be nice if I could get them a place or, you know, be close to them. So it's like a representation Mm. of like being closer to them. But yeah, that's like personal stuff. Then we go Mm. to the right and then there's like a jet because I want to be flying everywhere. And then, so there's like these two universities. One of them is Mm -hmm. uh, NYU and the other one is UPenn, uh, University of Pennsylvania. 
Um, ah, yes. And I don't know. Just, I mean, it'll be nice if I could do another degree of some sort. I am interested in school counselling, doing more in that uh, art therapy, and also working at a university as well. So I thought that would be kind of like a cool place to be um, or claim that I've been there. So put those two places. It doesn't have to be those two, but just as a little stepping stone. Um, And then I've got this huge theatre because I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool if I can own one or if I can have a venue and, like... That theatre looks sick. Yeah, right? So... Um, that, and then like a art school, I would, mm. I wouldn't mind working there, but also, you know, I think it'll be cool to own one and start a performing art school, kind mm. of giving back to the community if I get to, oh, I should say when I get to this place where I am traveling and doing all this stuff. So yeah. And then there's like film. I want to do film. And I want to, you know, submit to places like Netflix and Hulu. Then I've got, like, famous people. I've got uh, Lynn manuel Miranda. Is it Miranda? Lynn Miranda manuel Lynn manuel Miranda. Lynn manuel uh, Director, writer of Hamilton and In the Heights. Um, then I've got Taika Waititi. And then I've got Utada Hikaru, who's, like, a singer. And then the top person i wrote his name down movie director forum uh, movies like bad education pedro almo almodova he's cool i really like his style but okay. i put those people in because not only would i like to work with them or like meet them but i kind of like how they're living mm. like i like how taika is doing all this cool stuff but doesn't seem to be up himself like he's not afraid to be stupid like a lot of his yeah. social media he's pretty dumb in it which i think is really cool well he's a kiwi yeah exactly and then i have in the little corner right hand corner i've got like awards academy and golden no not golden globe this is attorney again mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be those things but it would be nice to be recognized for what I do. And then I've got Broadway and West End and Warner Brothers in there, just as examples of places mm-hmm. I'd like to work, not just as an actor or director, but yeah, I just want to be able to network there. I don't know. I think they like cool places to be. Um, oh, I've got a little Prince thing there. I'd like to do that. something. I still want to do something with that story. It's public domain now, so I can. Oh. But. I still can't think of what exactly I want to do. Like, I wanted to do a musical, then I wanted to do a play. Mm. <sighs> yeah, but it's still there. Anyway, um, there's a pen. I want to write. Lots of writing. Give back. There's little blocks that says give back. So I want to give oh, back. I thought, I, thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted to be a championship Scrabble player. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. I'm really bad with words, so maybe that is a goal to have. But... <laughs> Nah. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice picture. Yeah, I, I'd like to give back to the community because I, I think it's important to, if I do get to where I want to through people, um, yeah, I think it's really important to give back to the community. So give back, give back, Kimmy, give back. Um, and then, and then podcast, see, I didn't forget. I noticed that. You know, that'll be nice if we can continue podcasting. If podcast is still a thing, that'd be nice. Mm. Um, And then, oh yeah, oh yeah, there's my uh, Buddhist religion. Um, It'll be nice Mm -hmm. if this lifelong journey can be continued. Um, And then I've got on the bottom left corner, just things I want to do, like MMA training. I've always wanted to go back to that. questions about that. (laughs) Um, so I've got some guy, like gnarly looking guys, just punching their faces. That's cool. Covered in tattoos. Yeah. Tough guys. Tattoo would be nice. Yeah. Want to try something in fashion, maybe like start up a brand or something or just something in fashion. That'd be nice. Dancing. I want to dance. Um, and also just kind of learn how to wear kimonos. That would be kind of cool since I am mm. Japanese. So yeah, that's that. I think that's about it. How do you learn to wear one? Don't you just wear it? 
Yo, it is difficult. And there's so many layers, there's so many uh, ways to tie things. Yeah, have you seen the little things? Kind of like the a back? sari. Yeah, but probably more layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot heavier than a. Right. Sari. Well, those saris get pretty heavy. Well, if. But saris, like, India is meant to be hot, right? Yeah. So they're meant to be breathable. Breathable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like, like when my sister had her wedding, she had to originally. Oh, they, they like, do, like, a week long thing. Like, there's a few different things you do during the week. Mm. But she had to wear, like, different saris on different days and she was like what the heck like it's mm. ridiculous i still think i mean the kimono looks a little more involved i think there's more going on there they're but. really heavy as well because you're wearing about what felt like 15 layers um mm. just to make that shape and again it depends right. on the occasion like there's the kimono for summer there's also a yukata which is like a super light version yeah and then there's the wedding kimono um yeah there's all sorts of different ones but anyway yeah it'll be nice to learn about my own culture and hopefully know some of it so i can you know pass it on to my kids Mm -mm. but yeah so that is that but as i was creating it it did make me think about like my priorities some Mm. things were bigger than others and it was interesting that i started from looking at houses well, were you sort of thinking, okay, well, let's say I'm going to get this house. What's going to lead me there? What's going to get me that house? Maybe, yeah. Because I guess, like, I've always felt very transient. Um, It'll be nice mm. to have, like, a home home. But at the same time, like, I've chosen three different places. Like, uh, one's apparently some fancy schmancy uh, apartment in New York. Then there's like that humongous house with wooden modernist squarey yeah, thingy. Like an artistic home with tall mm. ceilings and windows. Love windows. And then a nice Queenslander. Um, I do love Queenslanders. Right. There's just something about it, yeah. eh? So yeah, that's that. Uh Wow. Yeah, it kinda I don't thank know. Thank you for sharing. No, thank you. No, it was nice because it kinda helped my brain it's a i think this is a great brainstorming tool if people don't know Mm. where they want to get to or how they want to get to it Mm. so it was just kind of nice to see what i wanted in visual form hence Mm. visual boards but i don't know it was kind of cool but uh yeah did you have any more discoveries well, I discovered that I would obviously, well, right now, that I'm just very, very extremely simple, big picture thinking, I guess, about this stuff. I didn't think about anything. You know, like, you have the pictures of the awards. Mm. That never even crossed my mind. And then I was like, when I saw yours, I was like, well, I guess, like, maybe I w- would appreciate that because it would mean some form of recognition. Mm. But then again, I don't think I really care about it because if I did, it would probably have ended up on my board. <laughs> um, and I watched the Frank Zappa documentary the other night and it just occurred to me there was a scene where he's walking you through his vault mm. of music and it's just it's an insane amount of music. <laughs> and I was like, I forgot that I was trying to find a picture that represents like a, a huge body of work, released or unreleased. mm the only thing I could think of was like a big stack of records, but I don't need a big stack of records. It could be all completely digital, but the point being is I want to make as much as possible. Mm. Get it all down in whatever, 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 <laughs> in whatever form it is. And also the other thing I forgot was I could, I would like to get into maybe some form of visual art, just like draw, drawing or, you know, yeah. I like doing single small pieces of art i'd like to get into that yeah i mean you're already doing it and you're really good at it and i'm sure there's like more opportunities to work on it right so Mm. um, but i guess it yeah this shows like my focus is pretty pretty succinct and clear i guess mm. i guess that's not a bad thing Mm. it's simple but it's like it's very direct (laughs) well that's the thing like i 
think this was a cool activity to do because it really shows what's kind of happening in our brains. And yeah, you're kind of very organized. Mine, not so much. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> well, it's organized in its own way. It's uh, organized chaos, as I like to call it. I would say so. Because it makes sense in my brain. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's. I think this is a good little activity. I don't know how interesting it is to be listening to this, but <laughs> uh, I, I mean. So now, okay. Mm. What what are you gonna what are you gonna do with yours now? Are you gonna have that on display anywhere? Are you? Because I'm like, I mean, I could make this my wallpaper if I wanted to. Mm. I might print it out. I might print it out and put it on my wall for a year and see how I feel about it at the end of the year. Because I think the cool thing about it is it can change, right? It's not like that's it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure priorities will change over the course of the years um, to come. You know, maybe the picture of the family will be bigger if I was to do it in five years' time. Who knows, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you reckon you're going to leave it as your wallpaper? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I do like my wallpaper. <laughs> Lies! It's a pretty boss picture I've got here, you know? Yeah, I guess. I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have it sitting here on my desktop as a JPEG. Because mm. I usually, like I have a few things on my desktop, but I usually clean them out at some stage. Mm. I just won't clean that out. I'll leave it there. And then all I have to do is like space bar, hit it, look at it, observe it absorb it positive I reinforcement know. i think is really important yeah. i mean that's the whole point of these things right i think also it is doable these things like all these things aren't impossible that's i think that's also uh, one of the main things that the book that we were talking about the secret um is saying mm. and also yeah our vision boards and people's vision boards kind of show is that Nothing is impossible. Like, I mean, yeah, why not? Well, here's how I always think about it. I always just go, well, people have done those things. Yeah. Literal human beings have done those things, and I am a human being. I have that going for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good place to start. It's as simple as that. It really helps when you meet someone of a certain level or someone that you admire, like meeting a famous musician or something. is like really bizarre in the way that like, you finally get to disconnect them from, not disconnect them, you get to reconnect them to the world as just another person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we always kind of imagine them as this like grand thing that's separated from the rest of the world. Which can be um, traumatizing at times, I think, because isn't that why there's that whole saying, never meet your... Yeah, yeah. Never meet your... Your idols. There we go. No, but but it's more so, the, I guess, like, like I walk past Robert Plant, lead singer of Led Zeppelin, mm. in case you don't know. And Thank you. And he was just like this ordinary, shaggy old man mm. just walking along. We were in a backstage area at a festival, and I was like, yeah, you know, he has to eat just like I have to eat. He's probably at some point going to have to take a shit. I also do that, you know, like he's going to get on a plane to go wherever else he needs to go. I do that too. Like, and then he gets on stage and he sings and I'm like, well, you know, I do that as well. And I mean, it helps that he just seemed like the most down to earth man on stage. Like he was just really, really cool. Mm. But, um, all that I will say when I walked past him, like I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I wanted to say something, but I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> and he looked at me and I looked at him and I just, kept walking i just nodded my head and kept walking because you don't want to be lame Sorry. right you don't want to be that that guy that's like hi so you're like be cool be cool but then you can never be cool <laughs> well it was like i can't just like randomly start a conversation with you because i'm not going to randomly start a conversation with any of the other musicians here that so, i don't uh, know do you come here often <laughs> yeah uh, what time's your set? Yeah, I'll see if I can catch it, man. I'll see if I can. We'll see. Uh, I'll definitely be no, there. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't. Yeah, because the moment you do that, you make them not human. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's and yeah, you're, the bottom you're line putting is... a barrier between them 
and you by doing that, right? Yeah, no, really weird in an odd way. And you've put the standards. Um, you've already set the standards. You've put them on a because as you're high going. Status. I'm a, I'm approaching you because you are Robert fucking Plant. That's the only reason I'm approaching you. Like you are like decades of rock history in one person. That's insane. Although that same night I met Lauren Hill. And all I did was like, it was after her show, which by the way, (laughs) wasn't a great show. And she was super divery. She turned up late and stuff. Robert Plant was playing the same time as her. Well, like he started halfway through her set. She didn't turn up for half an hour, had a DJ play. Then she finally got on stage and it just wasn't very good. Mm. Her focus wasn't there. She was like, just looking at a band the whole time. Anyway, it was a bad performance. I was like, this sucks. I'm going to go watch Robert. Because at some point I was thinking, I grew up hearing more Lauren than Led Zeppelin. I'm probably going to watch her instead of him. And then I saw that and I was like, this sucks. I'm going to go watch him. I had an experience. It was amazing. Yay. But then I saw her backstage after the show and I was like, I'm not going to not say something to Lauren Hill. It's Lauren Hill. I need to be able to leave here. So it's completely selfish. I was like, I need to leave here and be able to say, hey, I met Lauren Hill. <laughs> so I just went up to her and I was like, uh, Miss Hill, because I know you like to be called Miss Hill. It's like, Miss Hill, that was, was really amazing seeing you, like, grew up on your music. So it was pretty crazy for me to see you play live. So just thank you for everything you've done. And she was like, oh, thank you, thank you. And I just, I got out of there immediately because I could see everyone waiting to talk to her. Yeah. So I just like got out of there. But but you did yeah, it. I did that. <laughs> but I partially lied, you know, because I was like, oh, this is amazing to see you. But in reality, I was like, your live show sucked. That was awful. Yeah. Well, that thing. <laughs> yeah. When you said that, I was like, mm. <laughs> I lied. Anyway, um, the, how did we get there? I don't know. Yeah. These are all very, these are human goals. Yeah, for sure. They're things that humans have achieved, so can be done. And yes, there are people that have extraordinary circumstances. That is true. But I suppose that is the point of creating a vision. Striving for that vision is being able to manifest the right situations in order to get you there. Yeah. Also, you know, since we're not quite there, we should be doing everything to get there. So... I think this was a fun little activity that we were able to do. And I hope some people will try this out and see for themselves. I think it's just a cool mm. activity. Yeah, It might not be Bible, but it's just a fun activity to kind of brainstorm and see where your brain's at. Uh, also, a quick side note mm. is that having a vision doesn't mean that those are the particular exact things that you are going to achieve. Mm. But they give you direction and they you follow them and then you always hear stories success stories that people have where they're like, I never thought I'd end up here. And some of them are just trying to be humble. But a lot of people are like, I didn't see it going this way. Mm. I was trying to be this and then I ended up here and this other door opened and then I went there and it, the Joe Rogan podcast, the biggest podcast of all time, he never saw that coming. Mm. He just wanted to be a comedian. He wanted to be one of you know, the best comedians there is. And now he's like where everyone goes to learn about everything (laughs) from like fighting martial arts to aerophysics to aliens to uh, social issues, everything, politics. What? (laughs) Like, that's crazy. So you just don't know where you're going to where you're going to end up. Mm. But, you know, set yourself a course and see where it might lead. Right. And yeah, stay positive about it. I am all about positivity. That's definitely something that I'm taking away from this anyway. Because it's like, yeah, this feels good. Like, now I want to get there. So now I need to keep working and grinding and figure out how this can be a real thing. Because I think the bad thing about this is like then being like, all right, did my vision board. Now I just got to sleep and dream about it. Like, no, like this is just to kind of like inspire you to get going, right? I think that's that. And, but just very quickly, you know, when you were like, oh yeah, you know, artists or people that we look up to are just humans as well. 
Whenever I have this interview or I feel nervous about meeting someone, I just imagine them taking a shit or um, them having sex. And then it just like brings it all down. And I'm like, yeah, they're just people. <laughs> You've never been in a situation where you're like, hey, I just imagine, imagine them having sex. Oh, my God, they're so good at it. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's usually like <laughs> I'll imagine it and then I'll go, <laughs> right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I if I if I was ever in a pr- position to meet Prince and I tried all of those things, it would just it wouldn't it wouldn't work. I'd be like, oh yeah, he he takes a shit too, but he sits on like a gold plated toilet with a recording machine right next to it, where he continues recording songs, <laughs> which is like apparently actually a thing. He had recording devices all over the house. Wow. And then oh, imagine him having sex. Oh my god, he's like a sex machine. Like he's. He is but Carmen Electra sex said he embodied wasn't that great. in a person. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's all looks. Yeah. Yeah, makes me feel better. <laughs> so yes, Prince <laughs> Prince is achievable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's get out of here. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you want to check out our vision boards, please check out Instagram. Not quite the T-H-U-R-R-R. Follow us and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.